Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Well, hello. Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast. I am Susie Hansen, your temporary host for the day, as Jane Zahasky is taking some time off. And I'm so thankful that joining me today is my partner in crime, Stephanie Reed. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, everybody. Well, I am grateful that you are here. Man, we have had some amazing guests. We sure have. Um, Through the month of October, we had four amazing testimonies. And if you guys miss them, you need to go back and listen to episodes 41 through 44, where we heard from people who have been through drug addiction, prison, Gay and lesbian lifestyles, uh, rejection. Rejection. And these are such powerful testimonies because each of these four people are now living successful lives, free from those labels of what their past was. And they're all leaders now in society, Mm -hmm. leading others who are struggling in those same areas or others that they haven't yet even come across yet. That's right. God Mm -hmm. is still developing, um, but they each have vision for ministries that is on their heart. Some of them are already in it. We spoke with Jed Chapel, yeah. who is the founder of the City Center in yes. War Acres, and he had a great testimony. Gosh, the best. And so, and then Shonda Tompkins, who talked about rejection from a parent and how she's overcome that. And her husband, they travel the world doing missionary work. They've seen great things. Mm-hmm. And just the stories are amazing. They so. are. So you definitely need to go back and listen to some of them. Yeah, we would be grateful if you did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is November, and it is commonly known as the month of gratitude. Yes, here we are <laughs> here once we again. Are. <laughs> we kind of thought that gratitude, like love, can be one of those words that is so overused Mm -hmm. that it just really becomes like white noise, or perhaps it's just something maybe you only focus on because it's November. Yeah, or maybe you're just annoyed by hearing about it all the time. (laughs) Let's just be real. Some of you are like, if I have to hear that word one more time, or if I have to see the 25 days of gratitude on social media, (laughs) I'm going to not be grateful anymore. Kind of like being annoyed with morning people when you're not a morning person. Exactly. <laughs> this is exactly what it feels like. I mean, I don't know what that feels like, but I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> Are you a morning person? Um, I can be. Yeah. You can be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, don't talk to me. I've had my coffee. Yes. I need I need quiet. I need that chance to wake up. So yeah. I can understand that frustration. <laughs> <laughs> it is for a lot of people. It is. So we would like to talk about the grind of gratitude. Let's just call it the gratitude grind because, you know, it's one thing to say, uh, what are you grateful for or to walk in gratitude, but it can be a completely different thing to actually walk it out sometimes. It really is. So what is gratitude? Yeah, it's a readiness to show appreciation and return kindness to somebody else. So when you are in the grind of something horrific, I'll be honest, I don't want to show gratitude to anybody, especially someone who is doing the offensing or the offender. 
Oh, exactly. I don't want to show gratitude towards them. Or how many of you listening, you know, someone does you wrong and you take it out on everybody else around you? Oh, I've never. So I'm definitely not showing kindness in those moments. (laughs) (laughs) No, and. It's hard to say, you know, this this reminds me of the scripture in the book of James, and it is in the first chapter, verse two, and it says to consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. What? So the Bible's telling us that we are going to face trials. They're speaking that already into existence, right? And it says whenever you face them to find it pure joy. I know that the first time that I read that, it, it was hard for me to fathom how one could find joy in trials, right? especially the kind like you just spoke of that are tragic. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's a terminal diagnosis, right. the tragic, sudden death of a loved one. It could be betrayal. Betrayal's I mean, yeah. there are a number of things and you just think to yourself, you want me to find joy in this? And it's pretty sickening. It is. It's hard to swallow and grasp. But the word goes on to say because, and that's an important word. It's telling us why Mm -hmm. we want to find it pure joy. So it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces Perseverance. Okay, so that's the next part. So it's telling us that the testing of our faith will produce perseverance. So anytime we go through something, our faith can flounder, if you will. It can be very hard to walk in faith going through things like that. Right. Much less find it pure joy. Right. And I like the part of the verse that says produces. So that means you're always going to have a great outcome if you find pure joy in it. That's right. So it's producing a fruit of the Spirit. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, that is good. So the next part of this says, let perseverance finish its work. Mm -hmm. And here's another key word. It says, so that. So again, it's telling you why. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So what does this have to do with gratitude? Mm, Tell us. Yeah. Tell us. The Bible is clear. (laughs) It is is. actually a command. It is a command. Yeah. And, And I'm just telling you, I have been through situations in my life when I have been hurt so bad that I couldn't even get out of bed. Mm. I didn't want to shower. Yep. I didn't want to get dressed. The last thing I wanted to do was find joy in my situation or be grateful for any of it. Exactly. So I think it's important to say that that is a real part of the process when you're going through trials of that nature. And I just want you to know that if that's where you are, that's okay. What's important is that you don't stay there. Try to do one thing. I can remember going through a time here recently where I was stuck in bed, didn't want to get dressed. But what I would do is I would just put worship music on and I would just have it playing in the background. So although I wasn't 
physically worshiping and praising Jesus, there was still music there and the music was ministering to me. The worship was like feeding my soul, if you will. And it kind of was pouring life back into me where all the life had been sucked out of me. And I was able in a few days to start doing little things like get dressed or, Mm -hmm. or take a shower even. And Today, being on the other side of that, I do find joy in the trial because it did. It tested my faith. You better believe it tested my faith. I asked God a lot, why God? Why me? Why Mm -hmm. this? Uh, My faith was tested But it did produce perseverance, as the scripture says, and I am stronger in my faith because I endured the trial. Yeah, and you've lasted longer without falling apart where the perseverance comes from. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so that helps us become more mature and complete in Christ because what's going to happen the next time? that I go through a trial is I'm going to remember how God brought me through it. I'm going to be able to put into practice day to day some of the things that I learned through that trial. And part of that is gratitude and, and being grateful for the things that I have and not taking for granted things like breathing. Right. The fact that I can see or hear or walk. These are these are little things that we have a tendency to take for granted all the time. All the time. And so some of you listening may think or maybe you're waiting on something to be happy about before you can show gratefulness. Maybe you get a job promotion or maybe you get that surprise check in the mail and then <laughs> hey. it's like God reminding you that I'm still here. Yes, that's a joyful moment. Yeah. But Gratitude is more about the producing of joy. Yeah, so that's good. it's not about you are grateful because you have happiness and joy. You first show gratitude, and that produces the gift of joy. And the more that you show gratefulness, mm-hmm. the more you live out joy. And you know, we've talked many times about the difference between happiness and joy. Yes, obviously, happiness is circumstantial, right. but joy is everlasting. Therefore, our grateful spirit needs to be everlasting. Right. It needs to be a part of our daily routine. Joy is like an, an internal. Yes. And I think people should understand that we can have peace in mm-hmm. the storm. Yeah. We can find joy in storms. Yeah. And and that comes from an attitude of gratitude. It does. <laughs> you know what I find joyful about a storm is that every storm eventually runs out of rain. Amen, sister. <laughs> there's an end in sight. And there's somewhere. always typically a rainbow, which is, again, God's promise to you that he was there the whole time. Yeah. But it yeah. does always end. It does. Yeah. You know, one thing that I read a book a few years back called The Thousand Gifts, written by Ann Voskamp. And this book It shares her story and traumatic events and a traumatic childhood that she had and all kinds of trials and struggles that she had. Mm -hmm. And the thousand gifts where she got a journal and she wrote down a thousand things that she was grateful for. 
And I think that what I loved about that concept was that this will train us to look for the little things in our days to be grateful for. So it doesn't have to be, I'm, I'm grateful for our relationship, which those are important things, but you might be grateful that the birds are chirping that morning. Yes. You might be grateful that it's raining or that the sun is shining. Mm -hmm. You may be grateful to hear the pitter-patter of feet running through your house. You know, I think the idea of that would be to just train your brain to to be grateful for the little things because it's so critical. Our thoughts produce actions. Mm -hmm. And so how are we thinking? Well, it's like resetting your joy. Because think about it, we go back to faith like a child, mm-hmm. and think about a kid, they're excited about everything. Oh, man, they are. They're excited about the littlest things, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be anything monumental. And so that's what pure joy is. Like when you are born into this world, you have the purest form of Jesus, yeah. and that is joy. And so that's why the Bible always asks us to go back to having faith like a child and to reset our joy. Thermometer, yeah. Yeah. How would you do that? Mm. I mean, what's a good way to go about resetting your joy? A few good things. One way that you could do that, you know, we once heard from a marriage seminar is that, you know, if you stop three times a day for five minutes and just focus on something that you're grateful for, Mm. then over a 30-day period of time, then again, because you've done it for 30 days, you have formed this habit. And it's subconsciously training your brain to fixate on the things around you that are, you know, more positive than negative. Right. And so that's one way is just intentional prayer time, or they don't even have to be intense prayers, just stopping for a moment and you're driving down the road and you're like, man, God, I sure am grateful for this traffic (laughs) because it's allowing me (laughs) longer time to pray with you before I get home and get busy. You know, it could be something as small as that. And I have to remind remind myself that I'm so thankful for traffic. I'm so so thankful for things that get on my nerves because, you know what, there's a lot of people in other countries that do not have this luxury. Oh, that is so true. Yeah. So I mean, running water, flushing a toilet, other things we take for granted. There are, are so many people that don't have that. Yes. A recent challenge that I'm challenging myself to is, you know, 30 days of, you know, a gratitude. It's not really a journal, but I'm challenging myself for 30 days to reach out to somebody and let them know what I'm grateful for about them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because, you know, we when we talk about gratitude, it's more about the things that we can notice around us. But a lot mm-hmm. of times we forget to notice things inside of other people. Yeah. And whenever we do that, they start to act out on those things because sometimes they don't even know that they are doing it or they don't have that characteristic or that attribute until someone points it out in them. Right. And then who doesn't like to hear something good about themselves? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's hard to hear because it's embarrassing. But I mean, if someone says, Stephanie, I like the way that you did this and this, it makes me want to do more of that. Yeah. And so just picking up a phone, texting or calling or writing an old fashioned letter for some of you, that's with paper and (laughs) pen. paper. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for 30 days, I'm going to do that. And my hope with that is that for one, I start seeing other people's needs outside of my own. Yeah. And then two, just getting me appreciated or getting me in a place of appreciation for God's people. Yeah. Because I love people, but I could love them better. 
Yeah. And loving them better to me means knowing who they are mm-hmm. and seeing what they and pulling out the the greatest things in them. Yeah. That's good. I love that. It's similar to we kind of talked about this ahead of time is, you know, one of the things that scripture tells us to do is to serve others. And Jesus represented this in the book of John where he comes in at the Last Supper and he washed all of his disciples feet and he was setting an example for us. And the best thing that we can do for ourselves when we are, you know, perhaps you're walking in financial fear or Mm -hmm. maybe your marriage is on the rocks, you have a prodigal child, you've got a child struggling in school, and the best thing that you can do in that, you know, we tend to just focus on all of those things, but what the Word tells us to do is go out and serve others. Yes. Maybe you serve another couple whose marriage is in trouble if your marriage is struggling. Right. Or maybe you financially, you know, give $10 to someone in need, you know, and it is the best answer to that. And that's what this is like, gratitude, when you can focus out on others and get the attention off yourself. In yes. a strange kind of way, it yeah. helps you be more grateful, even in your own, within your own world. Right. And this this thought came to me. Honestly, I've been through. I've been to a lot of funerals lately this year. Yeah, I know. Been through Bless so many of them. But what got me thinking about this in the form of gratitude is that you know when when we're talking about telling someone else what we're grateful about them, just think about it. some people live their whole life. And never hear anything good about themselves mm. until their wow. eulogy. Oh wow! You know, because so a, don't u- wait. a eulogy is all about highlighting the achievements and the attributes of this person, and sometimes that's the only time someone ever gets that spoken out over them. And that's, that just brought so much perspective to me. That is, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, why wait? Like you said, why so, yeah. wait? You don't have to write someone's eulogy. You know, after they've went on to be with Jesus, do it now. Do it now. Tell them now. Yes. And tell other people about it. Yeah. You know, if I know something that you do so well, why wouldn't I want to share it? Because that was a God-given gift and talent that he's given you. Yeah. And it's like a wildfire. That kind of thing spreads. And Mm -hmm. so if we could all, you know, give this gift of telling someone why we're grateful for them. Right. And then they turn around and pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And then all those people start turning around and paying it forward. Can you just imagine think of the, what that would do for the state of the world that I'm we're about living to say, can in. Can you imagine mm-hmm. the condition of people's hearts? Right. And we wouldn't be living in this turmoil right now. Well, because it's an expression of, of love, yeah. you know, and they say that love covers all things. Mm-hmm. It conquers it. It does conquer yes. it. Yes. I've been thinking about the scripture in Philippians chapter 4. It is verse 8, and it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so, again, this is Scripture telling us, how to think. Yes. You and know. then you could take that a step further. If you think it, you speak it. That's right. Yeah. So if I'm thinking of these things about somebody or myself or just, God, you are this, you are amazing. You are my provider. Mm-hmm. Then tell him. He knows you're thinking it, but tell him he loves to hear it. Yeah. 
Because what's in us will come out of us. Yes. And so if your focus and your thoughts are on things that are noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, yeah, then that's what's going to grow inside of you, and that's what's going to come out of you. And I sure want people to see that in me. Me too. Yeah. I do not want people to see me as negative, as grumpy, Yeah, you know, as a Debbie Downer. Now, I have to tell you that it's not always easy. No. Someday someone cuts me off in traffic, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not thinking things that are noble. No, you're <laughs> pure. <laughs> you know, but it's, I think yes. with anything else, we have to learn that this, it's a process. Yeah. Everything is a process, and we are works in process. And I think as long as we never give up, yeah. and we continue on this mindset to be grateful, and to think on good things and to think on God's word and just get this all in us. Gratitude comes so much easier. It really it does. It really does. Yeah. I just like anything else, the more you practice it, the more fluid and organic yeah. it comes. Yeah. And you start doing it without even forcing it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's another thing that you can do called mental subtraction. Mental subtraction. Yeah. What and, is that? Yeah, and basically that is where you um, reflect on your life and what it would be like if you did not have that thing or that person. Oh, so like okay. what would happen, like you mentioned earlier, if we did not have eyesight, we did not have the sense of, you know, smell, mm-hmm. well, how much different would our life be? Because, I mean, obviously look what all that provides for us, yeah. sight and smell. What happens when our loved ones go before us to be with Jesus. Yeah. You know, and my husband used to say, and he still does, he says to miss it now because one day it will be gone gone. or it may look different. Mm -hmm. But miss it now, which I can imagine young mothers really struggle with this because of the just the fight (laughs) that takes from day to day to keep their head above water. Yeah, they say the days are long and the years are short. Yes. So when you're in the grind of a two-year-old <laughs> yes, or a handful of small mm-hmm. children. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I you like know, I, I always said my son is 15 and he's good at being a boy and we're forever finding socks around the house <laughs> or his shoes in random spots or the last place he sat and had something to drink, a cup sitting there. And, and I can't tell you how many times I've thought how I would long to find socks and shoes, God forbid anything ever happened to him. Yes. You know, and so it really does kind of take the edge off of that frustration mm-hmm. because thank God he's there to leave his socks in the middle That's of the right. floor. The most recent one for me is I live by some train tracks. And you know mm-hmm. how annoying it always is to listen to the train horns yeah. early in the morning or late at night all the time. And there for a while, it became white noise because I got so used to it. But it will wake me up every so often. And my brother, who recently passed away, worked for that train oh, company, wow. Burlington Northern Santa Fe. And now every time I hear that horn, I miss him. Oh, makes and you we, think it's Yes, good. it does. And I'm like, the thing that annoyed me the most, and he wasn't on that train, literally, but he worked for that company. Yeah. And so, yeah. So it's just those little things that we, but I can appreciate the train too because of what it was made for. Right. (laughs) But at the same time, miss it now. So that's called mental subtraction. You can write gratitude diaries or journals. You can start 
you know, giving yourself a gratitude challenge by writing other people, letting them know what you are grateful for, how you appreciate them. There's so many ways that you can turn this into a lifestyle instead of something that you just see on Facebook every November. Yeah, and don't, it doesn't have to be November. No. It, it can be February. It can yeah. be July. Yeah. It can be every day of the year that we practice this gratitude. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's n- nice, too, about that routine of maybe writing a gratitude journal, you know, focusing on five minutes, three times a day to be grateful for something, yeah. or even carrying around a notebook and writing down the little things that we're grateful for each day, because then we don't wait for November to focus on gratitude. And that is a part of what it tells us to do in Romans 12, 2, where it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, There you go. Yep. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, you know, renewing our mind, mm-hmm. there's many ways to do that. It's Through God's Word every day. It's learning your identity in Christ. But part of that is also learning to focus on the good. Focus on things that you are grateful for. Mm -hmm. And I love that concept, miss it now. I mean, we've, we've discussed so many good things right now, but... You know, when you're frustrated with your children or even your spouse or Or whatever, even yourself, to just stop and take a second and think about what would life be like without without this this. thing or person or situation. And when we can find the gratitude in even the worst of things, it makes the day doable. It is. It makes the grind there you so go. much, yeah, so much more doable <laughs> because every day is a grind. It but is. Guess what? God overcame that too. Thank God, yes. He did. Yes, and so have hope, sisters. Yeah, definitely. Yes. It might be a grind, but you can get through it. That's that is what the gratitude grind is. Yes. Is just persevering and and pushing through whatever it is, and and just being grateful the best that you can in that moment. Remember, everyone ends up somewhere, but only a few people end up somewhere Somewhere on on purpose. purpose. That purpose is where the grind is. Yeah. So, Warriors, it was so good talking with you today about gratitude. And I hope that you have a new outlook and perspective on gratitude. And you know what? It is November and it is Gratitude Month. So let's just jump on this opportunity yes, and use the month of November to try to set some new habits in our life and some new ways of thinking yep. and being grateful. And we would love to hear from you or just shoot. We'd love to hear about different things that you are grateful for. Yes. So warriors, we would also love for you to subscribe to our podcast And don't forget that you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram. And please, if God puts somebody on your heart that you know that needs to hear this message, we would love it if you would share this message with a friend. And please go out and review this podcast and let us know what you think and how we can better serve you. And as always, warriors, it is time to rise up and step into your freedom. 
Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.